You want to find your tribe of raving fans. And that's just what we're here to help you do. This is the Digging Deep Podcast with 360 Media, where we help entrepreneurs build better businesses by not only sharing insights and candid conversations, but by nurturing our minds as well. Get ready to explore, plan, and showcase your business, because here we go. Here's your host, Chief Strategist of 360 Media and Educator at TacticalProgram.com, Justin Lamb. Hey everybody, this is Justin Lamb. You're listening to episode eight of Digging Deep, where I help business owners build better businesses. And today I have a old friend. Well, I'm not old in the sense of being old, uh, but a very longtime friend of mine I've met long, long time ago. Um, she is a wonderful entrepreneur. She's been through many iterations, and today she is uh, currently uh, in a new capacity, uh, helping other people feel better and, and be better. Uh, so I wanted to introduce you to Michelle Mark. Michelle, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Justin. So I'm going to dig right into it and I'm going to ask you, like, so tell people, tell people who you are, what you do, and how did you get here? Okay, so I am, I have an interior design background. So obviously, you know, I had this big goal ahead of me, you know, going to be this famous interior designer and whatnot. And guess what? Life happens, you know, get married, we got a house, we got kids. And then finally, I was like, okay, well, I don't want to go back into the corporate world. You know, I've done it all. I did, I worked in the city, I worked for corporate, private. Um, so I decided I wanted to do something. Uh, for myself, you know, just stay at home so I can be with my kids. And I ventured into just a small business. Uh, so I started doing uh, wedding invitations at first. And for a long time, that was very, like for myself as a small business, it's very successful. Um, I It was just all word of mouth and people were getting married and they love my handmade cards. And I was meeting clients and, you know, just doing things just um, from my home. And, and then as the years go by, um, Pinterest came along and that business kind of tanked because, you know, obviously the new trend is just doing yourself and people are all inspired with Pinterest. And so, you know, as an, like, I'm always on the go, I'm always a go-getter. So I thought, what would be a great um, home business as my next venture? And I love sweets. I love desserts. Um, but Unfortunately, every time I buy something uh, outside, like, you know, like in a big shop, I always find it's a bit too sweet and I can never finish it. So I thought, hmm, you know, what can I do to make it, you know, more desirable, more uh, tasty for my palate? So I decided to to try out baking. So I ended up uh, baking a lot and I started giving them to my friends because obviously I can't eat it all. And, you know, they're like, you should start your own business. And I'm like, no, who's, who's going to buy cupcakes? Because, you know, there's so many cupcake stores out there. And, you know, and uh, I was so small minded then because I was just like, well, nobody's going to buy it. But then, you know what, when friends referred another friend to come, you know, buy a dozen uh, cupcakes and then later on friends of friends of friends and then friends. And it was just all word of mouth. And then I was like thinking, hey, you know, I, I should turn this into a side business, you know, like a home business. And. So I got over myself and then I decided to watch a bunch of YouTube videos. Uh, I started testing a whole bunch of recipes. You know, there's lots, many went into the garbage. Uh, many went to my neighbors. So it was just anyone that wanted to try, I would like, you know, hey, you guys want to try a new recipe that I came up with? And, you know, it took a lot of um, strong will, 
like long nights and just lots of tears and <laughs> just so many things went into it. But at the end of the day, um, I was finally happy with my product and um, I was proud to, you know, put my name on it and put myself out there and start marketing myself as this uh, home cook, bake, uh, home baker. And, you know, it was, I never expected anything big to come out of it, but um, just because I am very um, self, like I love taking care of my clients. That's what it is. My it all boils down to customer service and the look and the taste. So I am a perfectionist. So if it didn't look good, in my opinion, it would not go out of my kitchen. So a lot of people know that. And so I always have referrals. I always have returning customers because my customers are always number one and I always take care of them. And they know if I they order from me, they will get the best product or in that in their mind, in my mind too. So I I would never um lower my quality for anything. Um, and people know what they're buying. So I never get anybody who would bargain with me because they know the quality and the value of what I'm producing. So I guess I built that kind of trust in my customers. And I think that's a very important thing. So even though um, if you want to start a business and stuff like that, my quality and what makes you different than anybody out there. So it doesn't matter what product you're producing or trying to sell or uh, market it has to stand out and you it, mostly people are buying you right so you your brand your market they want to see like oh well michelle makes these really awesome cupcakes but what's the difference between that and going to the cupcake store so they have it has to be memorable um so a lot of times it's the, the customer service like i will always you know have um feedbacks like I'll ask them hey you know how was it how was the party so they remember you know like it was the quality and the the customer service and that's why I keep getting referrals I keep getting um people coming back um but then you know as years go by the baking was wonderful you know I had a, a huge clientele and so my health was a little um like backstory is I have carpal tunnel so I started getting it after having kids so baking is a lot of it's pretty laborious and strenuous on my hands so I started getting carpal tunnel and of course like um I wasn't taking care of my my own health and then when one door closes you think that you know another door opens so when all of this happened um I thought hey maybe I should lose some weight you know in order to um get the blood flowing in my hands I don't want surgery the doctor said I need carpal tunnel, uh, carpal tunnel surgery and I did not want to go to that route because I heard that even after surgery you still continue to get carpal tunnel and that sucks because I cannot stop you know doing you know the housework and taking care of kids and driving so I'm I thought okay maybe I'll just do it like the healthier way so losing weight um getting more circulation so I started going back into fitness and started um, looking into supplements and then that's when I stumbled into what I'm doing now, which is helping other people incorporate uh, premium vitamins into their bodies. And the vitamins I thought at first was a, a weight loss program, but then it turns out it's just a lifestyle. So you incorporate it every day in the morning and uh, just go on with your life for your day. And what it did for me was it just gave me more motivation and more energy to uh, work out, take care of my kids and run my business and 
just everyday life. You know, I'm like an Uber driver. I'm a maid. I'm like a cook. So, you know, besides having businesses, you know, we still have to take care of everything else. Um, so it gave me that energy and the boost. And I really, um, I just found myself again. And, you know, you, we, we always put ourselves, uh, your family first and friends first, and you always put your health last. So this was something that I never thought I would go into because I always had a, a bad rap for, um, network marketing because I had a bad experience before, let's just say. So I never really looked into this business. And when I, I tried the product, I really loved it. And I just preferred a couple of friends as a customer. And then when they came back and said, thank you for introducing this to me, that's when I knew um, what my next calling was, was just helping people and helping people's um, health or financial situation. Um, it's a totally different business for me. I Obviously, I never thought I would get into this going from corporate and city and then like home business to network marketing now. So I feel like I've kind of touched it all. And I think what makes me different is uh, I'm willing to, to learn. Like I, if the next new thing is reels right now on Instagram, I'm like staying up till midnight trying to learn like how to do the coolest reels or how to do TikTok, you know, like there's always something to learn. So um, I know I will never stop learning. And that's the thing with me is I'm always um, innovating and trying to do, uh, trying new things, trying to do things, getting over myself. You know, my fear used to be public speaking. So like to even do this today, like this is so crazy for me. Yeah, oh, so man. Thank you for sharing. You know, and, and it's really amazing because, you know, I, I've seen that entire journey. I mean, I, I mean, I remember us having coffee where you were still working as an architect or as an interior designer. We we're talking about, you know, at the time you were working with a big box uh, company and, you know, and then, of course, you know, as you transition and the baking uh, you know, you did our our, our daughter's, uh, you did Belle's uh, birthday cake, and, you know, we love that, and, you know, and it's really true. I mean, I'm so glad that I'm not your neighbor, though, because if you were a neighbor and you were <laughs> only throwing out the, the stuff that didn't look good, I'd still eat it, and I'd be, like, way bigger than I am, so <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of glad I moved out of the neighborhood, because, I mean, I wasn't too far <laughs> from you originally, uh, yes. but now moving to Queensboro just means that my waistline is safe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can still drop it off for you. <laughs> I, I know, right? Um, so, I mean, but what, what, a, what a fantastic journey. And I think, um, you know, this is really inspiring for those people who are listening who, you know, are small business owners, you know, uh, who are just on the path. And, you know, what, what you shared with us really is showing us about, you know, how if we are open and we are accepting of what the universe gives us uh, and shows us at the time and we're ready for that opportunity when we've done all this preparation and we're, we're ready to take the jump and we can see it and we can go through and we can find an evolution that propels us forward. So I'm going to wind us back a little bit because, you know, this is a, a quick, quick, quite the journey. Um, but I want to talk to you about like the early days. And I think, you know, a lot of people who are listening to this podcast can find really, you know, the value of, you know, the things that went on in your mind and the struggles, you know, what type of things, you know, were you constantly thinking about, you know, what type of struggles did you have early on um, in your career when you were, when you were just starting out, like, just like the handmade invitations, like, you know, what things did you worry about? What were, what were some of the, the fears or, or, or obstacles that you overcame? 
Well, for sure. Um, like obviously customer service is one. Um, I hate disappointing anybody. So as soon as somebody said, oh, this wasn't up to par to my liking. Oh my gosh, that hit me so hard, you know, and um, getting over that, um, I, I guess like just the satisfaction of the, the customer was hard because as, you know the product that you produce like you you put so much effort into so much love into it and you just hope that people would like it too and then when they don't that's when you're like oh my gosh should I even still do this because you know that hit me so hard because I think I'm a people pleaser and when they're not pleased I I take it so offense right and um, I remember the <laughs> the first few cakes I produced and um, luckily they were just friends like families and stuff like that but when it didn't go well, like I just felt so horrible. Like it was like the end of the world for me and I wanted to quit. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I shouldn't be doing this. You know, like I disappointed them. And I think that was the big thing for me was disappointing people. And um, what got me over that was, you know what, that was only like that 1%, right? And then the 99% of the other people loved what I made. And, you know, every time they say thank you, or they um, complimented me or send people my way, that's when I was like, okay, like, I shouldn't focus on the, not the negative, but just the, um, that 1% of, you know, this disappointment, and then realize that I can learn from that and move forward and get better. So, I think for me, it's like anytime there is an obstacle or if there's something that didn't go quite right, I would look into it. I'll dig deeper and then find out why, you know, they didn't like it. Why didn't uh, the, the taste, maybe the, I don't know, whatever it is, the aesthetics, I would change it. I will learn and then I'll move forward. Mm. And so what I hear is, um, you know, it's part of it is, is in your mind, you, you feel um, small. Like you feel like you weren't enough when you put your heart and soul into something and somebody complained about it. And, and, and that's a really, I think, common mindset for, for people. And I think, you know, it limits us as, as entrepreneurs in terms of us being able to really freely, you know, go full bore at it. There's that level of uncertainty, a level of fear that, you know, maybe we aren't good enough and we second guess ourselves. And, you know, it's, it's in your experience, like, you know, from, from, creating invitations to then now baking did you find that that fear was highly limiting did you feel like it pulled you in a direction where like you were at battle with yourself all the time for sure like you always second guess yourself because you we are our own worst critic right so if if I always try to put myself in the other person's shoes so if I received the product and I looked at it and I taste it and I'm like, oh my God, this is gross or this is not good. Like, how can I make that experience better? So I always try to um, do, like, not be perfect, but just try to improve. You know, there's always innovation. There's always improvement. You know, if anyone gives me any critique, I would not, instead of taking it the wrong way, I would be like, thank you for your feedback. I will definitely, you know, try something different or I'll try to uh, change it. And you know what, get back to them and later on and say, hey, you know, that advice you gave me was awesome. You know, like take it as a, uh, was it a con constructive criticism rather than like just be defensive and say, oh my gosh, like I don't want to take their business anymore kind of thing. Like you don't want to close any doors and you definitely want to like, um, you know, take it take it and learn right so every, every life is all about learning lessons right and learning you know um mistakes mistakes is great because that's how you grow 
because if you never make a mistake, then you're never gonna grow, you know, and be bigger or want bigger goals for yourself. If we are always gonna be content. So for me, like I love challenges. So if someone said, hey, can you make this like six foot cake or whatever, like something crazy, I'll be like, okay, let me look into it. And then like if you if I know that I can actually make it and make it like uh to my standards, I would. Um, so I would never say no to, to a challenge and I would um, definitely always challenge myself and grow as well. Yeah, and it's my philosophy. I think problems will never, never disappear. You are going to have problems and we're always going to have struggles and obstacles. That's that's part of life. That's the way we progress and that's how we thrive and feel alive as human beings. And I think, you know, the objective is for us to have bigger and better problems, right? Like if we know that problems exist, we should be looking to get bigger and better problems uh, than the ones that we had before. And I think that's a, a really great mindset. And, and mindset is kind of where I'm driving this. Uh, and, and you know, there there came a time where, you know, you transitioned from baking and, and you're still doing baking, but, you know, moving into what is now Thrive is um, is is where you're at now and, and doing the supplement, um, you know, you came across a mental block, I know, a little bit more recently as uh, you progressed through Thrive. And one day you found yourself uh, in front of a really cool, shiny new object uh, that was that was gifted to you. And I can and, and the story that you shared online uh, about, you know, the feeling of being worthy and being able to accept, you know, that that you made this achievement. I think is a really big shift in your own mindset. You know, I think a lot of entrepreneurs, um, they they feel that that restriction uh, and and playing small because you know they they don't want to get hurt and they they don't want to feel like they're they're not enough. Can you share with uh, people you know the the story or, or the lead up of you know how you've been helping people through Thrive and what ultimately ended up happening? Uh, to you more recently when you when you got your shiny uh, shiny new toy um so when i started this network business and um obviously there's going to you can hear a lot of notes and when the first few notes you know you always take it to heart you know because you're like oh you know i have this amazing product i really want you to try it and you know what it's done for me like i know that you know you you'll need it and stuff like that but you know i'm never pushy that way where i i want to share my experience and i want to share my journey and everybody that you know in my life is positive and you know they're like cheering me on and stuff like that and then I want them to approach me when they're ready, you know, when they want to try it. So I would never push it on anybody. And then um, once people start coming, because, you know, the energy you portray, you get, you attract that, right? So when they started trying it and they, they love it, you know, their journey is amazing too. You know, their health is getting better. They're, they're starting to lose weight. They're getting more fit. And that inspires me and motivates me more to help more people and you know as I kept doing that um, obviously when I hit my rank in my company I got a luxury car so when I got it back in uh, New Year's Eve 2019 I was like okay well this is too good to be true like nothing like this ever happened to me so I would never like I never think that I would be good enough to get something like this you know like I'd be recognized and being um you know, like, uh, rewarded in a company. Cause you know, I've worked in corporate, I've worked in city, like you're always just a minion in those places. 
like my, the CEO would never even know my name or know what position I was in. So for this, when I hit the, the lowest rank, I got like a car bonus. And then I sat on it for a long time, like eight months. And then I was like, you know what? I'm worth it. You know, I, I worked hard for this. I might as well, you know, get the car uh, that I deserve and, you know, and not flaunt it, but just enjoy it. So I got a, a Lexus sports car and the company pays for it. And I like, every time I look at it, like, I just feel so overfilled with like accomplishment. And I just feel like, wow, you know, I deserve this. You know, I, I worked hard for this. You know, I, every time I ride it, I drive my kids, like, they're just so proud of it. And they're like, mommy's uh, got this new car, you know, they would tell their friends. And, and it was so like, it, it, it fills me with joy because it's not that objects or material matters. Um, I think it's just the, how I got there. It's just because I did it my way. I helped people. I didn't push it on anybody. Um, I wasn't salesy. I just, um, it, it was just me. I, I was just being myself. I branded myself as, you know, like a motivational person to come to when you have like a fitness question or if you want to lose weight. Um, I'm not a nutritionist. I love food. So, <laughs> but people know where to ask me, you know, if they want to find desserts to eat or like um, that kind of stuff. But I, I love that, you know, I have this, um, amazing group of friends and who are so supportive and like uh, watch me through my journey and see me change. And the biggest change for me was um, I was an introvert. I would never put myself out there like this. And now I feel like, you know, I'm doing people not a favor, but like, I just want to share and I want to help. And, you know, like, I'm not going to be in your face about products but I just if you if you say hey you know I, I'm I want to work on my biceps like what reps I mean what exercise should I do like I would love to help you know so just I honestly just be yourself like put your like don't be somebody who you're not just be genuine I think authenticity is so important because people can sense fakeness like a mile away so if you're actually genuine caring about people I think that's what um draws people to me yeah, and I think that's uh, that's a really big take-home message. I think for this entire podcast is really um, for for people who are listening. When when you're out pushing your product and you're you're disheveled about you know the nose and the decline of your product or your service, you know remember that that's not a reflection of you. But what you should look at is the intention behind what it is that you're doing, and you know what Michelle has really demonstrated here is is you know, I think is, is so amazing because, you know, you, you are so true to yourself and, you know, you really just genuinely want to help a person and, and in the, in the best way possible at that particular moment. And so, you know, it's not about the product and it's not about anything more than your willingness to serve people. And I think that's, it's beautiful because I think people can see that. And, you know, when you're, when you're in multi-level marketing, uh, I think a lot of people have this immediate no, like immediate, like it's like a visceral reaction because of the days of, you know, what Amway used to be, right? Um, you know, and and all these things where you had people who were really just hard sales and whether they believed in the product or not. And, you know, if you've ever been chased to be sold on any one thing, you realize that your first instinct is to run, right? Because you feel like a piece of prey and that person's a predator and you're instantaneously put into a fight or flight mode. And so you, you kind of want to hightail out of it and you're very, you know, uh, put off by it. But I think 
you know, when you're genuinely just looking to serve people and you just happen to have the right product or, or, or fit for them, then it's not selling. And you don't have to feel uh, sleazy about anything because you're not doing anything more than trying to help a person with a tool or whatever that you have available to you at this very point in time. So, you know, I think it's, it's, it's really wonderful. And I think, you know, you are very deserving of getting that vehicle and, and finding that abundance because, you know, you're serving more people. And, you know, uh, part of this podcast really is, is so many people who listen to it are trying to grow and scale their business and, you know, generate that revenue. Can we talk about that revenue? Is that, I don't know if that's taboo or not in, in your industry, um, you know, talking about what that really looks like. And I think people have this misconception that, you know, they're not going to make money uh, in an MLM. And I think it's, uh, if, we, if we take the, the whole premise of we're not trying to sell a product, but we're really trying to intentionally do good for somebody, you know, what has it done for your revenue? What has it done for your life in terms of income? Well, um, first thing that I love is the time freedom. So, I mean, I can work from my phone literally anywhere. Like I could be shopping and I could still be like talking to a customer or I'll be putting a sale through. So this is so different from, you know, like the baking business and the card business where I have to be physically there doing that. Um, but with the time freedom working from your phone, it's amazing because you, yeah, like you could just do it anywhere and the revenue, um, Obviously, the more you help people, the more you know, your check grows. So for me, I, I'm not a numbers person. Like for me, like the numbers is great. Like it's almost like this job is um, a self-development development with a commission. So it's more about working on yourself, who you can serve, who you can help. And um, the check is just a bonus. You know, every week I get paid on Tuesday. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. You know, like I'm grateful for even $50 every week, you know, to put gas in my car or, you know, groceries. Um, obviously I, I make more than that, but it's just, um, you know, it depends on how much effort you put into. It's like, if you don't show up for your job for a week, do you think you get paid for that? No. So if, if you put an hour a day or like two hours a day, so you can see as you do it, the more effort you put into it, the more you help your team grow. That's how you um, grow your paychecks. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, um, you know, the economy of scale, I think, for any business owner is directly proportional to the number of people that you can serve, right? Uh, mm -hmm. And it's not necessarily that you can uh, force a product to, but like genuinely, how many people do you impact? And, you know, your revenue will be directly tied to that. If your product or service is not scalable in terms of it doesn't help a lot of people, then you, you, you're going to be capped in a, in a sense. Like you're going to be throttled at some point, a ceiling of, of economy, right? Like whatever mm -hmm. currency that, that you're, you're dealing with. And, you know, I think a lot of people have this innate um, sort of distaste for the people who are the icons of our world, like the Bill Gates and the, the Warren Buffetts and, you know, like the Elon Musk because they're rich and whatnot. But, you know, what they're failing to realize, I think a lot of people don't see is, is that these people have helped thousands and thousands of people. And by that very nature, by helping that many people, I mean, Bill Gates, you know, love it or hate it, whether you like Windows or not, you know, he made computers usable for the general populace, right? And without that, you know, we wouldn't be where we are. We wouldn't have, you know, the phone and the technology and the ability to do 
even just ordering products like you do on your phone without that that advancement. And so, you know, yeah, he impacted so many people just like Steve Jobs did with an iPhone. And, and you know, there is a, a resentment to people who do well because they're serving more people. And, you know, that is all mindsets. I think that is a scarcity mindset and whatnot. Um, I know that you must have struggled with it in the early part of, of MLM because that's what you mentioned, like, you know, you had an adversity to it. What changed? What decided, like, how did you go from mm, not sure, like, no, don't believe in it, kind of shady to being okay and being, you know, uh, open to embracing it and, of course, now being successful within one? A lot of it has to do with self-development. I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, if you, if you put fear and you put um, obstacles in your way, you're not going to grow. So um, for myself, like I just thought, oh, you know, my checks are small. You know, I'm never going to grow. I'm not going to be a, like a top leader like some of these girls are in the industry because, you know, I was comparing myself. So that's the number one thing, too, is you don't compare somebody's you know, middle chapter to your first, right? Because they, you don't know what struggles they've been through. You don't know what they've been doing. Um, you don't know that, you know, they came from another MLM company and they brought a team over and that's why they, they, they skyrocketed right away. So we, we don't know what their background is. We don't know what they've been through um, and what networks they have. And so for myself, like I would just kept comparing, you know, because I'm in my forties, um, you know, I'm not like these 20 year olds who are like fearless and they just go and talk to strangers and like um, that kind of stuff. But then I realized, you know, everybody has different experiences. You know, I have a different network and my network is all mommies and stay at homes and stuff like that. And, um, you know, and then I just thought, Hey, you know, if I can serve these women or help these people, like, why don't I focus on my niche? Right. And, so instead of me boasting about like, you know, going on trips or doing this and that, like, you know, what do these moms need help with energy? So great. So I focused on that and you know, that um, it's like almost like finding what is helpful for each audience and um, focusing on that. Because if, if you're kind of like throwing targets, but not really knowing what the target is like, there's <laughs> no point in posting about certain things. So I just uh, focused on more helping, like, in my niche and um, also, like, be relatable. Because if I was, like, posting about clubbing all the time, and I don't go clubbing, right? So I'd be like, people are going to be like, what the heck? Like, <laughs> why would I want to use this product? I don't go clubbing um, or that kind of stuff. So anyways, I don't drink, I don't party. So I know what my market is and um, how these products can help people. Um, you know, obviously with this whole pandemic that it just not saying that it's a blessing in disguise, but people are aware of health more. And I feel like my, my business grew because last year uh, we were all stuck at home. We couldn't go out. My business com uh, for baking completely tanked because nobody was ordering cakes. Nobody was having parties. Um, so when this thrived, business came into my lap for basically like it was like wow like I can actually still work I can still have an income I can still help people I can still um reach out to people because everything is just online and on your phone and on zooms so it, it was it's almost like a blessing in disguise because at one point when my hands were hurting so much I, I even thought to myself I need to find something new or something different to kind of like um as a multiple stream of income you know instead of me trying to find like a part-time job at the mall like I can't do that anymore I, I did that all in my early teens and 20s and I'm like I can't go back to that 
Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. Like, it's such a, it's such a long sort of journey that you've taken. And I'm sure we could go hours on this. <laughs> um, but, you know, for the sake of time, like, I try to make sure that we kind of keep our podcast yes. down to 30 minutes. Um, but I'd love to have you back uh, another day. We can dive even further down the rabbit hole in terms of, you know, the marketing and, and you know, finding your niche and whatnot. Um, but I'm going to leave the podcasters with a uh, question uh, that I always ask all of my guests. And what is a book or a resource that has deeply impacted your life? Okay, because I started off as an introvert, so I didn't really know what to say to people. So um, this book, Exactly What to Say by Phil Jones, is amazing because it just kind of preps you to um, how to convert a no to kind of like a yes. And because, you know, in a world of skepticism, lots of people are going to be like, no, 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 no. But it just kind of helps you uh, prepare them, prepare your answer to kind of like... um, throw it back into their court and then like well why wouldn't you want to and then they're like you know so that book actually helped me a lot in terms of wording and also helped my confidence because um I've been in customer service all my life and you know I'm used to the nose and that kind of stuff and I always just thought like okay it's just normal but then with the exactly what to say book like it actually helped me um turn customers uh, like you know or just people turning into customers Amazing. Thank you for sharing that. I think that's a that's a definitely a new one in in the repertoire. We've been up to we're almost fifty total episodes, and you know, that's the first time that book's come up. So that's that's awesome. Hopefully, oh. somebody's going to be able to add that to their to their mix and uh, learn something new about it. Now, if somebody wanted to connect with you, we'll start off with the baking because you know everybody who's listening, the baking is good. So you know we got to. <laughs> so if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, how are they going to get a hold of you for the baking? Okay, my Instagram handle is at. Uh, made by Michelle, so Michelle with two L's, and my uh, Thrive Fitness account is Michelle Vancouver. So it's very easy to remember. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me on the show. If you guys listen to the podcast all the way to the very end, thank you very much for tuning in. Hopefully, you guys got a tremendous amount of value. I think she uh, showed us a lot of what an entrepreneur's journey is, and you know all the things that uh, sit at the end of the rainbow when you're true to yourself and uh, looking to help others. So until next week, uh, stay safe, have fun, and thank you for joining me on the show today, Michelle. We want to thank you for listening to the Digging Deep Podcast with 360 Media. Your time is valuable, and we're deeply humbled that you are spending this time with us. We'd love to connect with you. Find us on Instagram at 360photo and at Tactical Titans. You can also email us. We want to make this channel great, something you enjoy and find tons of value in. Send us your insights to info at 360photo.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. It helps us reach more listeners. As always, tune in next week as we dig deeper into business and marketing.